Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, July 7th. U.S. equity futures have a modest bid this morning. So you have S&P futures up about 13 points. That's about 33 basis points. Dow futures are up 110 points. That's about 35 basis points. And then the NASDAQ futures are up 59 points. That's about 50 basis points. So up 30 to 50 basis points for U.S. equity futures. Europe is doing a lot better. You have the major indices there up about 1.4 to 1.7%, very strong outperformance in cyclical groups. So you have autos and basic resources, both up over 4%. So those are autos and the major mining stocks. Um, banks, insurers, tech are all up 2% plus. And you're seeing some modest underperformance in your safer haven groups. So healthcare, staples, um, telecom, and real estate. Asia generally ended higher, so you had uh, Japan up over 1%. The Hang Seng ended up about 25 basis points. The Shanghai Comp was also up about 25 basis points. So a few moving pieces this morning, but I think in general, as far as U.S. equities are concerned, very quiet um, evening. This whole week is going to be very quiet. Um, you know, you really just have the jobs report tomorrow. It's the last big event on this week's calendar. All that being said, um, so in the U.K., it looks like Prime Minister Johnson will be stepping down. Um, he is set to make an announcement imminently. I think everyone thought this would happen. It was just a matter of time. Um, you know, there was huge amounts of pressure put on him uh, as of yesterday morning. You had mass resignation. So, um, you know, this was somewhat inevitable. So he'll be stepping down as head of the party today. He'll stay on as a caretaker prime minister until the fall, um, at which time the party will uh, elect a new leader. So, this is not a full snap election for the whole country. It's the party electing a new leader. As of right now, that that could change. Um, I think from the perspective of U.S. stocks, this is kind of a giant. Who cares? Um, you know, I think the only reason this was of influencing equities domestically was to the extent it was pushing the dollar higher. Um, you know, the the pound has a modest bid this morning, but again, I think from U.S. stocks, this is kind of just a lot of noise um, in China. You had a bunch of stimulus headlines, so one about auto specifically, and then another about um, infrastructure spending. So those stimulus headlines are are what's driving um, European cyclical stocks higher. So especially the basic resources, the mining names, as well as auto stocks. So that's probably the major macro development of the morning. Um, you know, again, you feel I feel like every every other week you you have some type of a stimulus headline out of China. Um, a lot of it is double counting. A lot of it is, um, you know, rehashing policy announcements that have already been announced and unveiled from China. So unclear how much of this is actual incremental fresh stimulus versus um, more just, you know, a vague summary of, of prior po policy uh, announcements. So nevertheless, though, you are seeing a market reaction. And like I said, I think that's kind of your big macro incremental development for the day. Um, you did have more negative uh, COVID headlines out of Shanghai, just as far as case numbers are concerned. Again, I think the bar for shutting down cities wholesale is very high in China. Um, you know, they're doing mass testing. You're going to see Beijing actually implement a vaccine mandate for the first time. Um, but I uh, but I don't think your risk of kind of coming in one morning and, and having, you know, Shanghai shut down again, I think that risk is um, is relatively low. But you are seeing, um, you know, negative COVID counts out of that city. Um, and then finally, Samsung Electronics reported preliminary Q2 results. Those are being called, quote unquote, better than feared. Um, I suppose they're better than feared. You did actually have the operating profit number fall a little bit short of this print street expectation. 
after Micron last week, um, you know, I think the bar is very low. So Samsung was able to step over. Just keep in mind, Samsung doesn't provide any color on their, their divisions. They really just give you a revenue and operating income number. Um, so there's no detail on the composition of the results and there's no mention of any guidance. So that will come when Samsung formal reports earnings. Um, the whole point being, it's really hard to get a gauge of, of how Samsung performs. So, um, I, uh, you know, I, I push back on this whole, you know, you did see a big rally in, in, uh, chip stocks in Korea and Taiwan, Samsung itself, um, saw a pretty healthy gain, but, um, like I said, it's really hard to, uh, get a sense of how the company performed that more detail. Um, so those are the big events today, UK prime minister Johnson, the China stimulus, and then Samsung otherwise, very quiet evening, uh, relatively quiet morning. Um, uh, and then the calendar today, there's really not much on it. You have ECB minutes at 8.30, and then you have Levi's earnings after the close. Otherwise, as far as scheduled news is concerned, it should be pretty slow. Um, I put out my latest kind of broader thoughts on the market, um, incorporating what happened with the Fed minutes yesterday. Um, you know, I think we're kind of, those minutes reflect a peak of Fed hawkishness. Uh, I think you're going to see disinflationary forces build in strength over the coming months. Um, it won't come through though in next week's CPI. So next week's CPI is likely to be very hot. You have people whispering it could be as high as 9% for the headline number. Um, so that's going to give, uh, that's going to present a dilemma for the Fed at the July 27th meeting, whereby a lot of market signals are signaling, um, a lot of market signals are showing, you know, disinflation building steam, especially the commodity price action. Um, but that won't, that won't kind of be in the data by the time the Fed meets on the 27th. Um, so I write more about that in the piece. Um, and then, like I said, just the jobs report tomorrow is kind of the last major event on this week's calendar. And that is everything for today, uh, Thursday, July 7th. Thank you for listening.